Hello everybody, welcome to episode 18 of the Boys in the Basement podcast coming to you from the subterranean underworld in the middle of Hampshire. I am here, Liam Parton, your brilliant host, and some would say that's enough. Some would argue too much. But if for those who like variety, because it is a spice of life, I have two gorgeous presenters with me. The first of which, adjusting his headphones, twiddling around in his chair, and frankly, I don't know where his hands are. It is Mr. Swan. Good evening, Mr. Parton. How are you? I'm very good. How are you? I'm brilliant, thank you. You're yes. brilliant. Fantastic. Awesome. And the other presenter, everyone's, well, he's not everyone's favourite. But it is Mr. Noor. Good evening, Liam. How are you today? I'm equally as awesome. Ooh, there's a lot of brilliance coming over to me from the other side of the desk. I'm finding it a bit intimidating. But don't worry, it's going to be a heck of a show today. We've got some brilliant music lined up. We've got a lovely guest slumped, lifeless and convalescing on the subterranean sofa. She's so enthralled by being here, she's currently sending a text message. Robbery to the police. Send help, send help. I'm being held against my will in a strange wonder world where nothing is quite as it seems. So yes, lads, you alright today? Yeah, very yeah. good. Yeah, we're quite we're quite laid back this evening, aren't we? We are very chilled out. It's so laid back, you haven't introduced what kind of music we're going to have or what's coming up. Don't undermine what I'm doing. It's because maybe I haven't decided exactly what music <laughs> is. And maybe I was trying to just sort of skirt around it. But, you know, you've brought up the elephant in the room. Yeah, this show, we have got some good music, but it'll be a surprise for you. A big, big surprise. And for us. <laughs> Don't sound so forlorn. It's going to be... <laughs> no, pro- I like it. Yeah, Mr North, you'll be pleased, everyone. Mr North was a bit strange in the last episode, a bit on edge, a bit... All over the place we did deduce last week that it's because he wasn't drinking alcohol but rest assured this week he's clutching his Stella (laughs) he looks much more ebullient much more upbeat is this the case Mr North yeah I gave in about two seconds before we started I didn't have a drink all day and then Mike said come on you want a beer don't you oh hang on a minute I didn't lead you astray (laughs) you did lead me astray it's your house you can turn down a drink if you want we went out last night and we all uh, drank a fair bit so today I was being good and now for one day of the month and now just to keep the show on the rails I've decided to have a drink. Don't make you falling off the wagon sound like a noble lifestyle choice for the good of the podcast. Yeah, last night was odd because you all went out to some sort of discotheque, wasn't it? Talk me through what that place was you made me go to. It was a 90s club. I felt ill at ease in that place. I was there for about 15 minutes. Well, you did turn up in like a Victorian frock coat. It wasn't really the a theme. A Victorian the frock coat? But yeah, I did turn up for a bit and it was a bit weird in that place and I left. Mm. I'm not very good in public situations. I'm no. always scared someone might see me and the floor was really sticky and I started criticising. Did you see the state of the floor in there last no, night? No, because we don't care by that stage. But I cared. Yeah, that you would floor, because you were sober. I thought there'd been a mudslide in there. It was horrible. There was mud, <laughs> glass, teeth, ice everywhere. I didn't know what was going on. And in public places, it's always a bit awkward because I'm bound to knock into someone who's probably known me and hates me. Like that time, do you remember when we went out that time in that pub and that boy came over to me and he said, you used to call me Noddy because my friend had big ears. Do you remember that? Oh yeah. no. I and it was a really that, awkward yeah. conversation but yeah. I clearly had no idea who he was. He was but well, I'd you, apparently you bullied him for four ha- years. You must have a habit of that, Mr. Pong, because you used to call me Jiminy Cricket. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> when we were at school together, you used to call me Jiminy Cricket. I didn't even know you then. No, why I know. I, why did I call you because Jiminy Cricket? Because I used to hang around with a, a strange boy who looked like Pinocchio. <laughs> <laughs> used to call me Jiminy Cricket. So that's obviously my trademark. Instead of insulting on bullying the people who actually deserve the bullying, just attack their sidekick. The sidekick. Yeah. So that weak man. You. This is it. This is our advice to the nation. If you want to bully someone, don't actually bully them. Just see who they hang around with and bully them. That's what you got to do. Is that the right message to send out? That's why Mr. North gets picked on so badly. I yeah. think perhaps. No, because yeah, because I'm surrounded by idiots. Ah, oh, well. Instead no. of picking on them, who are these idiots that you're supposedly surrounded with? Oh, I don't know. I can't remember. Because there are no idiots. You are the idiot. <laughs> you are everything. Yeah, what a show we've got for you today. It's the Boys in the Basement podcast. You can find us on the interweb at boysinthebasementpodcast.com. We also have email addresses which you can email us at. Mine is liam at boysinthebasementpodcast.com. 
Mr. North, what's yours? Uh, Tom at boysinthebasementpodcast.com. And Mr. Swan, what's yours? Unsurprisingly, Mike at boysinthebasementpodcast.com. So you see what we've done there. We've kept it very simple, <laughs> very good. You'll also find us on places like Twitter. We're cluttering up the whole internet, lurking in corners, ready to pounce. <laughs> we are building a little empire from the ground up. It is a revolution, isn't it? Slow one. Yeah, slow one. Yeah, Mr. Swan, definitely. you're struggling there to yeah. swallow your beer. <laughs> Bit of an awkward pause. Doesn't work well on yeah, radio. I need a cough button. A cough yeah. button? <laughs> what, just a cough for you? <clears throat> That's just a standard noise. It's something to do with an affliction or an illness. Normally is, isn't it? Yeah, you Let's haven't be been honest. ill for a while, come to think of it. Well, I've got my insomnia still. Still? Still, yeah. It's been about six weeks now. You haven't slept for six weeks? No, <laughs> I have slept, but not very much. Well, why have you not been talking to me about this? Why do you not come to well, me with any problems? I never see you, apart from once every two weeks when we record this show. That's usually because you're sort of running around in the dead of the night with mad chatter and teeth, sort of <laughs> trying to rock yourself to sleep. Yeah, true. I'm worried about yeah. you. No, but you have good. still got your beard. Yes, I've still got the beard. Yes. Yeah, because last show we spoke about this beard. Yes. And you were worried you might have to shave it off for work. Yes, it's they- been officially signed off, okayed. People love it. It went to a panel, didn't it? It there went to some, a panel. Simon Cowell was on it lots of high profile meetings in London I think Alan Sugar was involved it was really big it was a big voting process and the board voted in favour of you keeping the beard and it's been getting a lot of rave reviews hasn't it it has yeah it has but I don't really know what more to say than that really you've been compared to you can't make any up in time uh, Jeremy Beadle Noel Edmonds there have been some good ones as well because Jeremy Beadle actually won beard of the year did he yeah god rest his soul because he's dead he is Jeremy he did die didn't he he did die Oh, and he won beard of the year and then he died Yeah. so people with beards die so this is you sort of moving further towards your own and dealing with your own mortality because that's a boys in the basement fact there if you grow a beard you die thanks for that think of all the people that have died with beards yeah what about all the people who died without Jesus beards? had a beard he died <laughs> Beagle had a beard he died Sir Alec Guinness had a beard he died now look I'm not saying well this is scary I'm yeah. not that's saying 100%. it's going to happen but 100%. I'm just giving you the facts dishing it out I think I might shave it off now, to be honest. Right now. Live on no, air, no, coming up, <laughs> our new feature, Mr. Swan Shaves. It'll sound much like this. With a sabre. A sabre? <laughs> a sabre? What have you got a sabre in here for? Oh, yeah, I've got loads of things in here. Sabre, yeah. like a sabre-toothed tiger. This basement has so many nooks and crannies with weird things in it. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It's got mm. one cranny that's got a German war helmet in it, and that's it. <laughs> the one cranny with it's one not... helmet. Oh, no, I think it might be German, actually. <laughs> 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 oh, brilliant. You didn't even try and fight it. I thought that would be no, 10 minutes of I, content. I, I genuinely but... think it is one. <laughs> oh, well, it's good it looks good in that but that's the only cranny which other crannies are there talk to me about crannies I not grannies should... but crannies can we talk about something else this is like really what? dull should we talk oh. about the big news oh yeah there is some actual proper big news <laughs> we need to news talk about we've been avoiding yeah Boys in the Basement, it's been going for about how long now? Seven months? Yeah, yeah. something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's been a heck of a ride. It's been all upwards, upwards, upwards. Brilliant, the three of us together. I um, Recently, I went to live on an island, uh, and we thought it might derail the show, but we kept it going. It made us stronger. And in a week, no, in three weeks' time, I come back from my island, and I was like, yeah, really exciting. You know, we're all going to be reunited. But the day after I come back from living on the Isle of Wight, what happens to you, Mr. North? I go away to live on an island for nine months. Which island? And is it nice? (laughs) Thanks for your um, number one interviewing technique again. Thank Uh, you for repeating the same line from the last show as well, (laughs) Mr. North. Regular listeners will love that. (laughs) Well, I'm going to go and live on an island which is substantially further away than yours. Mm -hmm. Still not in the the world global scale. It's not a long way away. But I'm going to to Jersey on the Channel Islands, which is, is down next to France. Okay. Other side of a big channel compared to your little channel. So, oi, hang on. You So basically, the only reason you're doing this is because I lived on an island and you had to go one better. Yeah, I want to emulate you. You want to emulate and beat me because you're not a competitive person. <laughs> no, <laughs> I've beaten case. you already. So what's Mr. Swan going to go and do? Live on the ne- another big island somewhere? Definitely. What one could we pick out from the world map? What's that little one just under the... Greenland. But the Seychelles. Under Greenland, that's Iceland. Oh, so... I'm not going to live on Iceland. <laughs> it's, not, it's not little. <laughs> it's as big as the UK. 
Yeah, but we've got we're getting progressively. It bigger. doesn't matter. I'm not going to go and live on Iceland. <laughs> so, but no. What we what the big story is here that we aren't too bothered about because we're happy. Yeah. But the big story is Mr. North is going away for how long was it? Uh, till after Christmas, about nine months. Nine months he's going away for to the Channel Islands. Yeah, to work for what reason? I'm going to work and set up a new part of our work. Now that's the cover story because we all know the truth, Mr. <laughs> North. The truth is, is um, Mr. North has always struggled with his personality. It's been a burden he's dragged around since day one, like a lead brick on a bit of string tied around his ankle, right? And what's happened is we found a pioneering surgeon on this island who is going to give him a full personality transplant. <laughs> now the operation itself is very big, it's very risky, but luckily we've been fundraising for a while now. The community have really got behind him. And so they're paying for him to fly out there, have the operation. But there is uh, nine months of convalescing. Uh, and that's why you've got to stay out there, because you can't fly for nine months after the operation in case the personality falls out your shoe. Oh, no, I think the local population <laughs> asked for me to stay out there for nine months. Just why? To that, just really? to make that rehabilitation longer so they could have a rest. Oh, what, you mean the community on the mainland? Yes, yeah. Oh, I thought you meant the people on the channel line. Basically, well, he's been deported. Yeah, I've been deported. Yeah, we're <laughs> lobbing him on a banana boat and they're going to kick him out somewhere around <laughs> the coast of France and he's got to swim the rest of the way. It'll be like the start of the Bourne Identity where they find you floating face down in the, in the sad, water. Though. It's quite sad, though, because I've got to leave some very close things behind. Yeah, like boys in the basement? Uh, like my girlfriend. No, but mostly boys in the basement. And my car. And mostly boys in the basement. <laughs> and my house. And me. And my family. Don't forget me. And Mike. And oh, me. Oh, bless him. Hang on. He hasn't finished the list yet. What yeah, else he, no, he has. There was a definite full stop right. after but that. But what he doesn't realise is I'm going to be living in his house whilst he's away. Oh, well. Really? Is this true, Mr North? Uh, he's, he's, we're, we're yet to find out a way that we can contracts make it, are being so, drawn yeah, up contracts are being drawn up basically with damage disclaimers <laughs> yeah everything <laughs> I, and it didn't go well today when I booted over a glass of water in his living room about over, five minutes after over, having the my, over my work yeah but I reacted quickly I was swift I was like international rescue it was like Thunderbird 2 swooping in and picking it up and then I hummed the Thunderbird's theme tune as I pleasured myself into purgatory but I was good at clearing up that mess wasn't I that's, that's why, why you'll never live in it in was a house. glass of water on the floor yeah it was hardly the biggest mess in the world <gasps> Really? Yeah, but Did you, you actually just you, say that? You Mr. OCD? Mr. Listen. Polish the light bulb? <laughs> Mr. Nothing can ever be too clean? You have yeah. no personal responsibility I, in any uh, of your own space. How dare you? I am good in all responsible situations. I'm good at life, relationships, women, podcasting, work. <laughs> all these things require responsibility and I excel at them all. Can you be good at playing the first song? Yeah, if you insist. But is there anything else you say about your big announcement? No, that is it. That is it. I am flying out. I will be back every other week or so, oh. or at least once a month, and I might come in. I can still contribute to the podcast. We might be able to work out some special things I can do from the island. Yeah. Basically, like... Podcast away. Oh, what a oh, brilliant wow. name for a feature! Oh, <laughs> podcast away with Mr. Moore. Yeah, and on that bombshell, we will play a song. We'll talk about this a little bit more, because that is just sowing the seeds of print. We're going to play a song from Dan Markland, who's got a new album coming out soon. So have a listen to this, and we'll join you afterwards. Don't stay, don't look at me that way What's keeping you around? You've kicked me down for all my days And I'm sorry that you feel that way I'm sorry I don't feel the same as you But it's true And please don't say We'll meet again someday I'm standing tall but oh so sadly How you've played me, how you've had me Acting up and acting strange Something's got to change, you've got to go You say no, 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 no
trouble, you've been trouble all my days And I'm sorry that you failed this pain I'm sorry that you feel the way you do But what's the use? It's just me and you And nobody's perfect Don't trip me up the rough steps Was the upset really worth it? I'm a better man, you'd better know Don't put me down, I'll tell you where to go Say no, 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 oh let me, let me be, let me be me No, I don't need you anymore, walk out the door It's for the best, it's for the best Cause you're just a pest, I've no regrets But I won't forget and you won't forgive me I can tell, so wish me well If I'm set for hell, then you're coming with me Markland there with the song Hide and have a new album out soon on iTunes. It's called Keep Calm and Be Good. And if you want to find out a little bit more about Dan Markland, he is on the MySpace, the space of mine. And you'll find him at myspace.com slash Dan Markland. That went well. It was a good, slick outro to the song, wasn't it? Very nice. On the third attempt. Very professional. Yeah, good. We like that. But what we all feel, we just, because we played that song, we had a little chat about the Channel Island situation for Mr. North. We also adjusted the lighting in the basement inexplicably. <laughs> We've now got three glowing cubes sort of in the corner. I think that represents the three presenters of uh, Boys in the Basement. But one of those cubes is going to soon fly off. And by cube, I mean Mr. North. He is off to live on the Channel Islands. And obviously, this is going to impact on the show quite a bit because he is our. Uh, presenter slash producer so what we're going to have to do is think of some sort of replacement for him so we are going to start offering out his chair to guest presenters temporarily yes. temporarily yeah. well, well, well we'll see, see how, how they it do. goes <laughs> <laughs> you know nothing's set in stone we've not signed a contract with you luckily so what we're basically saying is anyone out there who fancies coming on this show and filling his chair for an entire episode email us liam at boysinthebasementpodcast.com and let's know and we'll have you on here see how you do and if you're really really good you can replace him permanently is that what we're saying yes yes definitely oh Mr North was just giving it the yes as well he's obviously realised totally that, dejected now that his fate is sealed but we are going to wish him well as he disappears off this isn't your last show is it 
No, I've got one more. But also, I will contribute what? if you want me to. What are you going to contribute in uh, your new feature, Podcast Away? Uh, podcast Away, <laughs> I can do uh, little video diaries from really interesting tourist attractions. On the right. Channel Islands? On the Channel Islands. I might be able to interview the old cow, like last time. Oh, God. No, we don't want to repeat no, the that. The cow community have sort that of pledged allegiance really against you. <laughs> but I have done you a real favour and researched some Channel Island facts for you. Oh, great. On a little website that you might have heard of, ends with... Pedia, but it's not the one you're thinking of. Oh, it's this wrong one. No, it's not wrong. It's good, honest facts. So here we go. The Channel Islands are a group of islands situated in the English Channel off the coast of Normandy, France. See, that's fact, that's isn't correct. it? Yeah, that's yeah. true. Oh. The precise location is unknown and may never be revealed as nobody is really interested in finding them. <laughs> Adolf Hitler is said to have found the islands sometime during the Second World War, and his lasting legacy was a load of bunkers built to protect his troops from the incredibly dull locals. So you're going to fit right in, mate. <laughs> Apparently, the bunkers were so dull, he built walls around them to ensure nobody has to visit them at any time in the future. The legend of total dullness on the Channel Islands has even prevented Argentina from lodging any territorial claims. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, yeah. There, yeah. And more, do you want more Channel Island facts? Uh, facts is a word. Today, this pointless island is ruled by his grand excellency and ruler of the universe, Jim Bergerac. <laughs> <laughs> Her Royal Highness Diamante Lil takes on many responsibilities as First Lady and has shown a great interest in the preservation of the bunkers. So it's all about the bunkers. It's all about the bunkers. I'll have to check out these bunkers. And but you won't be alone on the islands because it says here a little bit about the inhabitants. Of all the Channel Islands, Jersey, Guernsey, and possibly Alderney are rumoured to be the only islands inhabited by humans. Mythology tells us the remaining islands, such as Alaska, Nevada, Alcatraz, (laughs) Herm, Tatoon, Ibiza, and the Tasmanian Iceland, may be inhabited by other species of animals not known to man. However, Jersey has recently been condemned due to the whole population becoming snooky. Most I'll, people. I'll go but, to the, I'll go to the um, Channel Islands and promote this episode. Yeah, and, and then they'll get a lot of hate. They'll mail. hate you. You'll be sent back within about a week of it. You what? Do you want me to come back or not? No, not for not until nine months is over. <laughs> yeah, come <laughs> nice on. Nice to have a change. A kitten huffing cult made a preliminary search for the islands, but were last seen in Wigan trying to park their hovercraft. There we go. So there's a few... Who writes that rubbish? Where did you get this from? It's all true. It's all true fact. It's off of a website that ends your... Do you get all your truth from that? All my truth, mate. It is true. It's predicted that within the next ten years, all people on the island will start wearing sandals. So there, that... You can't argue with facts like that. Can I... Can, I, can you get me some sandals? No, you can get your own. You've got a cushy deal. I'll be paying the rent that'll be lying in your coffers whilst you're out there, as I live in Tom North Towers. It's going to be great, mate. It's going to be got a any real... plans, Mr. Pomp, for what you're going to do with the place? No. Well, no few... come on. <laughs> I'm thinking of an extension on the back. Mm, uh, I'm thinking yeah. of a fireman's pole from um, coming from upstairs. Actually, you've only got one Doesn't floor. Doesn't even have an upstairs. Yeah, well, that's my, that's my first step is to build <laughs> it upstairs. <laughs> get rid of the neighbours. Yeah, and I'm going to replace the stairs to the basement with a slide. Oh, I like that. Yeah, that'd yeah. be good. That'll look professional. Yeah, just wee! <laughs> so I've got big plans for your place. Mr North looks genuinely worried. Why is this light shining on my face? And where's my water? Why have I not got any water? I'm feeling a bit dry. Oh yeah, I threw it on the floor, didn't I? Yeah. As we already covered in the previous feature, what happened to my water.com. <laughs> that light's quite harsh. Yeah, my arse. I just, it's, I, it's just like, <laughs> this R partly blinded me. Yeah, what you can't tell, listen to... Those light bulbs are now illegal. Yeah, I read in the paper today that light bulbs are illegal. This is This is contraband. Yeah. You have got contraband in space, and if we get arrested for anything, I'd be disappointed if it was for illegal light bulb holding. <laughs> I want it to be a cool crime, like, I don't know, Copyright. me showing my erection to a woman, and I don't want to go to prison for having a light bulb. I hope we that wouldn't is... get arrested for that. <laughs> no. <laughs> Well, no, Mr. North has been impotent for some time now, so the chance would be a fine thing. Any words you'd like to say about that, Mr. North? 
<laughs> no point. <laughs> no point. Literally <laughs> in this problem. case. <laughs> you know, I begged... Point and squirt, people. Yeah. Point and squirt. I begged my employer to send me to the Channel Islands. I thought, I've, I've had enough of this. Of enough of what? Of impotence? You. Of me? <laughs> you, basically. Don't blame me for your impotence. Well, do you, I think the warmer climate will help my impotence. It will. Yeah. Yeah. You it's put two, some colour in your cheeks. It's on average two degrees warmer in the Channel Islands. They always say I'll that to get you there. I'll come a really good town. How big is the island? It's eight, uh, five miles by nine. That's small. With a very wealthy... Um, large population for such a small small place. Well, there'd just be land. Well, they have like Amazon's based out there and Play.com and all these places just for tax reasons. Yeah. <laughs> Is that why you're going there to avoid the bank manager? Oh, yeah. Calling round. Oh, I'm yeah. A, yeah. I'm becoming an expert. Oh, we haven't talked about this, have we? Oh, yeah. The Two other day, times this week, Mr. When Pine, I was at work. Hear this. Mm. I want to hear Mr. Swan's version of the story, Mr. North. <laughs> Pipe down, because his will be the truth. Mr. Yours North. will be some veiled attempt to disguise your own inadequacy. Mr. North has had Miss Riggs staying here this week. Alice, Ooh, yeah, lovely. new girlfriend. Yeah. Lovely. lovely to see her last night Very out nice. clubbing. Anyway, she was staying here, left on her own quite a bit of the time because Mr North was working and doing other interests. And twice in the week, bailiffs turned up at the door demanding money. Debt collectors, not bailiffs. Oh, so, oh sorry, that's much Is this better, actually true? It? Yeah, but they were looking for someone who used to live here. Yeah. With like a, with like <laughs> no, a, no, no, don't listen to that. With like a Central Asian name. She mm. then said, oh, this woman doesn't live here anymore. And he said, okay, who does live here? After quizzing him a bit, she gave him. She gave him my name. Two days later, he came back claiming he'd never been there before and never spoken to her before. And she went, "But I spoke to you two days ago." And he was a bit weird. You have had debt collectors. So basically, around, and it's a headline yeah, from basically, that. yeah. Who didn't know who I was, and then my girlfriend gave me um, gave them my name. So you're fleeing so, the country to avoid these debt collectors, yes. but leaving your um, girlfriend here. Yeah. To face the music. Well, <laughs> well, his girlfriend, that's what he's given to pay off his debts. He's like, we haven't got much. He's like, I could give the room full of equipment down in the basement. No, 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 no. I'll send my girlfriend off to pay the debts because that would be better. Is that the case? Uh, it's close. Oh, look at him. He doesn't care anymore. He's gone all cavalier now that he's fleeing the island. He can just upset whoever he likes. <laughs> Me, his wife, his family, my his wife? kids. Yeah, we haven't mentioned your kids for a while. No, How are your kids? No, don't mention my ex-wife. Oh, Okay. Awkward, oh, awkward, boy. code red abort. Don't worry, we'll just that say something ridiculous. awkward about Mr. Swan. Like, how's your feet? Cold. Ah, good. <laughs> and, on that, and on that bombshell, it's time for our next feature, which is going to be me talking about stuff, which is pretty much what the rest of the show's been like. But this is proper stuff we've got to talk about now, guys, so can you all look serious? Yeah, good. Like, everyone in the basement's got a serious face on. We have been contacted recently by this absolutely brilliant project. It is called The Sofa Sessions. Now, do you guys know what The Sofa Sessions is? No. No. Ah, well, I'm going to tell you. That's my role here. That's helpful. To if give you, you knowledge. <laughs> basically, the sofa sessions come... Uh, it's done by a group called Unzipped Media. And they've basically they've got an antique sofa and they are travelling around the country with the sofa on a trailer on the back of their van filming unplugged acoustic-style music from sort of bands. And they travel around, they film it, they put it all together as a really good package. And honestly, I think it is one of the most brilliant things I've seen all week. Well, oh, that's, all week. That's massive. <laughs> that's yeah. massive. Because I see a lot of things all the time I see. I pretty much constantly so, see things. Hang on a things. minute. They travel around with a sofa strapped to the back of a van. On a trailer. Are they are they travellers or...? No, they're, <laughs> they're like, don't... Right, way to <laughs> gnaws up our burgeoning relationship <laughs> with sofa sessions. It's to call them gypsies. I didn't call yeah, them gypsies. It's just like my big fat Greek gypsy I wedding. I didn't say or whatever the word gypsies. Deliberately didn't say gypsies. Yeah, well, you knew I was going to. You put that blister in my head and then you just let me burst it. And now what. I'm the criminal. I've just called them gypsies. So, these gypsies travel around. No, they're not gypsies. They're very talented, Good, yeah. media type. Honourable people. They're, yeah, and they describe themselves like a family. Although they stole the sofa. Hey, how <laughs> dare you? Stop! That's why they're travelling around the country. Stop causing this up! So they never get caught. No, 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 no! <laughs> they're on the run. Code Red, Code Red. The sofa sessions is brilliant. And if you love, stop 
laughing, stop showing off just because we've got a girl on the sofa. All right? <laughs> I know what you're like and I know how you roll. And I'm the only one that shows off in this room constantly. But I've got the right to show off because I thought, I'm going to show off on such a big scale. I'm going to record myself talking and put it on the internet for people to download and keep and listen to over and over again. Liam, okay? what, Liam what are the sofa sessions? The so- good. Wow, well, funny you should ask. There's this project that I've been emailed by recently. <laughs> you may have heard of them. They are not gypsies, but honestly, they are talented, talented. So, hang on. Where- stop <laughs> Hang on, what? Where do they perform the music? On the sofa? Ah, this, yeah, the sofa travels around and literally the artists can like just get the sofa wherever they want. It can be, they've done ones in like gardens, they've done it in like urban sort of cityscapes and stuff, they've done one in a windmill. It's it's in the street. They've done some in like what sort of industrial yards and stuff. In a a windmill, they did one with local band The Watermelons who we've played before. Oh yeah, we like them. Um, Literally, they don't plan it, there's no pre-preparation. They turn up on the day with a sofa and any obstacles, any challenges that overcome the day and it gives it a really iconic, brilliant feel. Um, there's a trailer available on the internet and there's also a trailer when you can find it all through put the sofa on <laughs> yeah no no I mean a trailer like an internet oh, trailer okay, like a movie right, trailer yeah. god they're going to be really pleased when they hear this introduction <laughs> to their project they're going to be like brilliant actually we no we plugged it yeah they have actually got a trailer on the internet if you want to see what they're all about they've got a website it's unzippedmedia.co.uk and also they're on Facebook and it's facebook.com slash sofa. so check them out there's links on our um, fan page on Facebook which is facebook.com slash Boys in the Basement UK. Lot of addresses in there. So listen to that back, write it all down. Or go and download the episode again and listen right the way through to put our figures up. So honestly, a brilliant project. They're hopefully going to be coming on the show. We're going to have a meeting with them in a few weeks' time and it's going to be great because we're all about local music. And speaking about music, because we do play music as well as just bicker, argue and discuss <laughs> alcoholism and gypsy life, we are going to play a song by the band we played last week called The Mayflies. And uh, we played them. They went down really well. We've had a lot of great emails about them. And also, they uh, contacted us and they just seem to be such lovely people going to play another of their songs so afterwards we will be back when we talk to our guest Meg and we also have something else that's top secret lined up for you so stay tuned Cutie just look out your face you obviously need some help but let me show you that world that you just don't understand I'll show you heaven on Monday give you a taste that kid away drag you from left to right make you jump one two three time I'll tell you how it's gonna work your mind you dull from now on I'll break you and rewind you and control your every move i 
Butterflies there with their song My Doll and we've played them for two shows in a row now because we like them a lot and if you want to find out a little bit more about them it's myspace.com slash mayfliesmusic so was that alright for you Mr North because last week you didn't like the way I pronounced their name did you? Yes it's good just uh, clarify to listeners it's L-Y-S not L-I-E-S Yep, that was Tom North's spelling bee. So mud. <laughs> results are in soon. So yeah, good to listen to that little bit of music. But we're back now to have a chat. Now we've got lots of crab in this bit of the show, so it's going to be breakneck speed. But we like that because we like content. First thing that I'm going to do is just give a little chance for a, a person who's in the basement at the moment to say a little hello. Say hello, Meg. Hello, Meg. Well, thank you, Meg. That was <laughs> good. Meg, oh, she's a natural. <laughs> she's a natural. She's auditioning for a role of Mr. North and she's got the part. She has the part. Meg has been a long time friend of the show she was actually like in this basement before it was a studio when we were just messing around with mics and we spent an evening recording animal noises we've just had to beckon meg nearer to the mic there she was she's a bit scared of the light that might work against you if you want to sort of be mr north's replacement in fact it's because of you that we've had to adjust the lighting in here are you some sort have you got meningitis we need to get your glass and rub it on your red bits and see if they disappear Because we're not liking bright lights. Have you got a stiff neck? No. No? Oh, you're probably all right then. But yeah, you've made us turn on the lights off. It's turned... I do quite like the ambient. How did I do that? You said I don't like these lights on and you turned on those cubes. Oh yeah, the cubes. The light cubes that go in the corner. Where are those cubes available from if you want to buy them, Mr North? Uh, The internet. The internet. (laughs) Go to theinternet.com. It's that simple. Red cubes and you will find cubes that light up. They're probably nice and then it just... Why have two of them gone off? Why have two of them gone off? No, they're on a cycle. Oh yeah. They're going red though. I thought I should explain to you listeners that these cubes... It looks like some of the colours have failed. They're sort of on a cycle of colours. Where did you buy these from, North? A very cheap website. Oh, it was it? like this, one of those like, like stuff for boys websites. <laughs> stuff for boys. Stuff for boys. Is that when you were stuffing stuff for boys in the basement? You thought, oh, stuff for boys. It's a website that sells everything we need. Anything with boys in the title he orders, which is why he's yeah, got, like, oh, he's got no. more boys on CDs upstairs than I've ever seen in my life. But we actually, no, right. We've you said, got a, lo- then, we've said a quick hello to Meg. Meg, it's lovely for you to be here. Chilling out on the sofa and just stay on the mic because I think you'll add some valuable content for the rest mm, of the show. Really? Mm, definitely. And if you don't want to, Maybe. just don't speak and then people will forget you're there and then we'll just say goodbye to you in the show and they'll be like, oh, I remember her. Those were the days. Those were the good days. Right. Now, this is a serious moment. We had a lot of serious moments in this show, haven't we? Mr. Yeah. Mr. Swan actually took on the physicality there of someone about to tell someone a relative had died. I stroked <laughs> the beard. Yeah. That's why you've grown a beard, just because you knew how much bad news delivering bad news. Yeah. The bad news beard. Now, I think I'll let Mr. Swan explain the situation oh. because it was very much to do with you. And also, I don't ever want to give out it's bad news. It's your fault. Yeah. I want to um, be like the good dad who lets everyone have fun. You can be like the mum who's like, well, actually, well, something's not gone wrong. Unfortunately, I do have some bad news. Hmm. And the bad news is that our long-anticipated trip to Amsterdam on bikes is no longer going to happen. It's been called off. Awkward. I'm stunned. It was. It's terrible, isn't it? It's awful news. We're we're really shaken about it. Noble Jeff is distraught. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, he was probably he was supposed to be on tonight, but he couldn't make it because yeah. he's crying. He was so that. noble; he was going to be opening like a fate in Holland when we got there, and he's had to cancel that as well. Yeah, an orphanage he was going to open as well. Yeah, yeah. And instead, he's taken it so badly he was just out drinking last night. Yeah, he, he was, was a broken yeah. man. Yeah, he was. He was. So, so it's very bad news. It's off the big charity bike ride the big we were doing for diabetes. It's, it's all gone. It's all gone. It's all gone. Bad, isn't it? We'd like yeah. to explain. A little bit. We need to say a little bit about why. Uh, we lost the funding, basically. basically yeah. the funding. Failed, to cut a long story short. We failed to secure the funding that was yeah. required. Our bidding process wasn't... But at least we didn't do anything silly, like promote it on a international podcast. Yeah. 
before we got the funding. You get people's excitement up. Yeah, at least we didn't do anything yeah. like that, did we? No, we didn't. So really, we've learned a valuable lesson. <laughs> that if you want money, steal it. And don't <laughs> go through a panel. And on that bombshell, the boys in the basement have thought, right, how can we make this better? Because we are about making things good. I bring light. I'm a bit like God on the first day. I'm like, how can I bring light to this place? No, you're more like, more like God on the seventh day. What, when he just nifted about sleeping in the bath? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't... Are you allowed to describe... bath? Yeah, well, he's invented everything by then, so it had to be a bath knocking about. I just imagine him in the bath with, like, sucking a flannel with a little rubber duck floating around. I used to suck flannel. I know oh. you do. <laughs> are you saying you're like God? No, when I was the a baby. The Beatles got into trouble for that. <laughs> when I was a kid, did he used to suck the flannel in the bath? That was a nipple. No. Oh. Well, well, I mean, no, no, I where had that flannel flannels... been? I've become I a bit obsessed did, yeah. with flannel sucking lately. It's always <laughs> on my mind. I'm always pondering, like, hmm, I wonder how much flannel sucking is happening at this very moment. You've got to be careful when you say that phrase. Yeah, you're now thinking about small like, children no, but if in you the bath. flannel sucking. <laughs> no, you're thinking about small children in the bath. Because if you say flannel sucking flannels. and you get the letters around the wrong way, that could be potential swear or armor. So you've got to be very careful when we say that. Getting past God. Spaniels. More than likely, you docile little oh nit. Dear. But yeah, we've thought, what can we do to make it better? This and we is went... the most unnoble section when we're trying to be all charitable. Yeah, but it's good because people are forgetting about the massive nause up yeah, of the charity true. situation. Yeah, that's true. But that's we don't true. want to let it slide. We still think we need to do something good, something fun, something that will capture the imagination of the world. So... Yes. We went to a think tank. You know, again, it was a big group of people from all walks of life. They came yep. together. We really built bridges. All of the religions, all of the communities, all of the countries, all the nationalities, all came together. That covers the three of us. That was the three of us, yeah. <laughs> a man from Glastonbury, a man from Portsmouth, and a man from Wales. We came together and we thought, what could we do that's good? So, this is what we've decided to do. We are going to steal a boat. We're going to get a boat. And we are going to row. Wait, 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 wait. Before We're not doing you... it on a sofa. No, before you get carried away, <laughs> this is our intended plan. Oh, yeah. I've learned my yeah, lesson. Yeah. Nothing's concrete. Nothing, well, hopefully not the boat. We won't get very far. <laughs> <laughs> right. We are, no, let's tell them what it is because we're just talking about stuff. It's like, tell us, tell us now. They're all shouting at their car stereos. They're clamouring at their earphones. Right. What we're going to do is get a boat legally. We're going to... No, actually, we're going to build a boat, weren't we? We're gonna no, build, we're not going to build no, a boat. We're not going to build a boat. Definitely not. We're going to buy a boat and we are going to row it down the Thames from source to mouth. Is this the no, not no, the no, mouth, no, no, no. Did I fall asleep for that bit of the yeah, meeting? Just, oh, just a couple of hundred miles. We'll, we'll do just some a couple of hundred <laughs> meters. <laughs> we will do some sort of um, challenge as a team, which involves us going out and having a good time, but also raising money or something like that. So that might involve so it's not rowing def- a boat down the. Thames it is going to involve in a, a boat. Jerome K. Jerome three men in a boat style, oh. or. It could involve something else. Because I was Googling What you don't boats. want to do is, we've learnt now, nail your one colour to the mast too early. That's the wrong, that's, that is the wrong... How bleak and poetic. I was just polluting yeah. the pants with delight there, you dirty little rascal. <laughs> I, know, I, know I love it. it when you speak so mellifluously. It's so tender, like honey dripping on my nipples. I, I aim to excite you. You were, you've achieved. achieved. Look, can you two get a room and we'll just carry <laughs> he on He did the say before the show, he's going to try and be nicer to me these days. And this is it. He's gone from, like, hating me to... Oh. Trying to get you into bed. <laughs> <laughs> he's just licked his lips in such a way that I was made to feel uncomfortable. But that is our plan, isn't it? It's to row, row, row a boat gently down the stream. I don't Mary, think Mary, Mary, Mary. clue what our plan is. No. Yeah, it's to row a boat down a stream. Yes. Not a stream, a river. A river called the Thames, which apparently is in England. But it'd be, it'd be a lot more noble than that, though. It sounds just like a jolly, doesn't isn't it? Well, no, yeah, it's it, hard work. There's a lot of pubs, so they are the only places You're not you helping get... to sort of create an image of nobility here. They are the only We're places doing it for you charity, can get sustenance. And it's going to be brilliant. But we can't confirm it yet no. because we've learned our lesson. <laughs> but that is an unconfirmed report, but it's almost confirmed. Can we say that? 
Yeah, but also we would like we would like some other inspiration from yeah, people. Yeah, anybody else but got once any again, other ideas? Oh yeah, good idea. This has to be basically within this country or somewhere very cheap to go to, <laughs> and it has to be something that we could do and enjoy, and it'd be a challenge. Meg, you got any ideas? Not particularly, not at this moment in time. I will let you okay, know. We'll Can you just chip it? in? <laughs> chip in when you have an idea. Oh, well, do you do, well, every idea I have. That no, might be intimidating. <laughs> yeah. That might be a bit What's much your idea all. right now? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't actually have one at this moment. You have no Her idea? Her mind is blank. Her, Her mind, mind is, is blank? It's, it's, like a, it's a blank canvas. Oh. Okay, for that's... me to paint on. Well, if you if you wish. I Good. I will paint all over your canvas and it'll be quite nice. Multicoloured, I assume. Mmm, multicoloured. <laughs> I, I aim Nine to Nine months later, she'll be having a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Come sit on my lap. Let's see if we can't get you pregnant. When, when I get a hell of a show. When I get back, when I get back from Jersey, it'll all be changed. I'll be married with kids and living in your house, and you'll be the one with no job, no house, no nothing because everything's moved on without you. So yeah, that's 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 a heck of a claim. There, I'm going to be married and have a kid with someone called Meg, who's just nervous out on the mic. How's it make you feel, Meg? She's now got Proud plenty to be of thoughts. Alive. Proud to be. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. That's encouraging me. You need to be slapping my hands away from the cookie jar. Oh. Oh. What? Then stop distracting me with your cookie talk. I'm now thinking of (laughs) cookies and women all at once, and it's almost too much to bear. It's almost as exciting as, oh, the other day I had massive sugar munchies, right? This is a good story. A good story of me being a good man. Get on with it. It was one o'clock in the morning, and I was really hungry, and I was craving some sweets. I thought, I need something sweet. And I was on the Isle of Wight, and I thought, right, I'll just nip to the car, but in the road, because in any normal place in the world, the car would be open all the time. Right, I went there, it was shut. At one o'clock in the morning, the co-op shut. So I was like, something on this island has to be 24-hour. So I drove around the whole of the Isle of Wight at one in the morning trying to find a shop to buy myself some sweets. The only place I could find was on the opposite corner of the island was the Tesco. And I went to Tesco and I got so hungry and so worked up that I spent 30 quid on cream eggs, flumps, Yorkies, Malteser rabbits, everything. That person on the night shift in that Tesco must have thought (laughs) you were a right winner. Yeah, I was like, I'm doing research for diabetes, I'm having a hypo. (laughs) But literally, I had so much chocolate I was cartwheeling down the streets with like flumps hanging out the bottom and it was amazing I bet you were dressed in like a tutu and got that red cardigan thing you had as well no I was actually wearing my because I was in bed when I decided I was wearing my um, like wizard dressing gown (laughs) that sort of leopard skin wizard thing yeah I remember that now when I I saw you walking down the high street wearing it because I had to wear a hat so I didn't get recognised because of the fame of the podcast and oh that reminds me (laughs) yeah actually seamless thing because I brought chocolate that's that story done the the point of that story was I brought a lot of chocolate Mr Swan had a celebrity spot experience who was the celebrity you spotted no 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 I was spotted you were the celebrity I was spotted and you were spotted in uh, one of the local eateries in Petersfield was it, it a high class uh, it was a kebab shop ah okay I was in there for a friend in there for research yeah exactly yeah, yeah. And someone called John. Hello, John. He, uh, <laughs> I ordered some uh, two portions of cheesy chips at the counter, and he turned to me. He was waiting. Easy for his on the order, cheese. And he turned and he turned to me. He said, "You're Mike Swan from Boys in the Basement." It was unbelievably surreal. He recognised him from, from his my voice. voice. And all I said was, chips. two portions of cheesy chips, please." <laughs> I just thought. <laughs> He just thought that was it. He just thought. He just thought. And then everything went blank for him. <laughs> it was too much. I just thought, what if he wasn't Mike from Boys in the Basement? And he, this guy just but he said is. To, No, but if he said to a random Stop member of the public... Stop questioning the identity of our presenter. He'd go, no, I wish I was. Yeah, I wish I was. He sounds like a hell of a guy. <laughs> He'd probably get a beat. We had a nice little chat, actually. Yeah? Yeah, nice little chat. He was asking about you two, where you were, what you're up to. But and did he, he have a beard? He didn't have a beard, no. Oh, he might grow one Perhaps now. he'll grow one. Yeah, yeah well, he might now, yeah. He, listen, he said he's been listening for quite a few months now so he'll be listening to this so hello John and what did he buy in the kebab shop I think he had a, um, a donner and something I don't know to be honest mine turned up before his did John let us know how your donner was yeah get in touch John let <laughs> us know what I will say. 
Perhaps and we'll meet at the kebab shop another time. I'll send Mr. North next time. I've just had a brilliant idea. We could get our listeners to grow beards in tribute of you for charity. And, and then, we'd be a, then we'd be able to see who our listeners are. <laughs> Every- anyone, <laughs> anyone with a beard is a listener to Boys in the Basement. Yeah, that could work. Well, that, that's a possibility, you know, I suppose. I suppose it whittles down. Because I'm not ever sure who really listens to this. Like, what sort of demographic we aim for. So we we're saying, get- what we're basically saying is all elderly gentlemen listen to our show. <laughs> is that what we're saying? Yeah, and some elderly Hang on, women. I'm not an elderly gentleman. I've got a beard. Well, but they, I, mean, I don't know. I think you're just growing it now. So when you get old, you've already got it. Oh, in preparation. Yeah, yeah preparation for right, the long yeah. slide into a slow decay no. into death. That's what we're all experiencing. That is what life is. It's a gradual decay. And at the end of it, you die. And on that positive note... On that positive note, we've got a song coming up for you. And it is very exciting. It's to do with a listener to the show. He's called Matthew Hoare. Matthew Hoare, if you're listening... Hello, and actually you will be listening, of course you would be. Because he's know. a listener. Because he's a listener, that's what listeners do, they listen very hard. And he has his own little sort of company, and it's called Iconic Creations, and he is a filmist, he does filmering on a gun, is that what you call it, filmering? Filmering? It's close. Yeah, filming. There's he actually film- a category called Best Filmerer at the Oscars tonight. Best Filmerer. Mmm, mm, and Matthew Hoare's in the running for it. And recently, <laughs> Matthew Hoare went off to um, Paris to help film uh, a music video for a local musician. Localist musician, he comes from Kent. But um, <laughs> and so they went off to Paris to record a video, and we've the video is now online. It's a really good song, well produced, so it's worth a listen, and it's so worth a listen. We're gonna play it. So all you have to do to listen to it is just stay doing what you're doing right now, and it will just come into your ears. All right, it's <laughs> steady. So this song is Mike J Red, and we hope you enjoy it. In your home tonight, right at the wrong you did.
Mikey J Reds there with the song Living Well and the video to that was filmed in Paris uh, and my friend Matthew Hoare helped to do it. You can find out about Matthew Hoare at Matthew-Hoare.com and also if you want to find out about Mikey J Reds it is Facebook.com slash Mikey J Reds and there'll be links all over our websites for you to enjoy. There's been a lot of links in this show hasn't there? Awful lot. We might have to call it the linked effect. Yeah you see what I did there? Oh, very <laughs> Hang good. on Mr North's going to make a comment about it. Yeah, it's copyright. Oh, okay, right. We can't use that, but if we spelt it links, then it would be all right. You might get away with you it. You see, I'm clicking my pen in frustration. But that was a good song. I really enjoyed it. I really chilled out. It always brings the show down nicely for us to do... The News! This is the news. 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 Yes, here are our three headlines for this week, people. I'll read them out, then we'll have a little chat. Pick one, and Mr. Swan will then read it out. So, three headlines this week are Critics Blast, Royal Wedding Condoms. Next one, Woman Beats Off Tiger with Ladle. And the final story is Safety Wall Built Across Motorway. And what I will say about the motorway story is not to sway your vote, but it is set in China and there are a lot of very long names in there that Mr. Swan loves to read. Right, that's one vote. One vote. So yeah. you can't put your hand and up this- because you can't see that. <laughs> this is a dictatorship, so get on with it. So what, we're doing safety wall? Yeah. You don't want a woman beating off a tiger, do you? <laughs> no, or, I don't or the royal condom. No, you don't like the sex ones, do you? So we're going to read you the story, safety wall built across motorway. I'll give the bit of paper to Mr. Swan and he is going to Thank chew you. it up beautifully and ferociously spit it back out to us. Normal small print here, Liam. Yep, it see? gets smaller all the time. Thank you. <laughs> Right, safety wall built across motorway. Road officials who built a wall across a 70 miles an hour motorway at night without warning motorists are being sued by crash victims. <laughs> the five feet high wall, which had no lights or signs, had been built to protect road repairers working further down the highway. Well, here we go. But officials are facing an inquiry after dozens of cars slammed into the wall in Zhan. Zhangxi Province, Western China, without realising it was there. Very good, Mr. Swan. Survivor, Zhu Tigen, 42, <laughs> said, I had my family in the car and I suddenly saw the wall in my headlights. I braked, but it was too late and went straight through. We were saved by our airbags, but when we got out of the car, we saw lots of other vehicles piling in. Some weren't so lucky. <laughs> the people responsible cannot get away with this and we are demanding compensation, he added. But far from apologising, workers kept rebuilding the wall every time it was hit, <laughs> saying they had put lights up, but they had been pinched. So right, they literally built a wall crazy, across though, the motorway. I'm going to do my normal. I'm going to take it. Oh, and here we go. So he has it. to read it again. No, I want to have a look at the picture. What is the picture? Describe <laughs> the picture to the people who can't see it. I e. all our listeners. It's literally a motorway with like a concrete wall, which looks like yeah, just a plain concrete, concrete wall, wall across <laughs> the motorway. But what's strange about it is that. I don't understand where they were wanted if the lights were working where the normal car should have gone. It's not like across half the carriageway, it's the whole thing. It's well, fascinating. That, but it was it's to protect the workers. It's to protect the workers, isn't it? Yeah, but surely the cars then need somewhere else to go. They're not just going to wait there by the wall. <laughs> but you don't <laughs> know, though. For a few weeks. That's it's not like some sort of cheap version of the Lemmings game. <laughs> <laughs> Where every time I go through, then another lemming builds a wall back up again. <laughs> well, that's what it sounded like. I'd have sent one of them down the end of the road to like wave at drivers with like a fluorescent stick. Oh, Barry, do you want to knock off down there, my son, and let him know? Do most Chinese workers <laughs> sound like that? I yeah. think they must have. I a- think- <laughs> 
I think they, they must have, have a Londonish accent. Rummy sort of person. Yeah, do you yeah. get? Is there such a thing as a Chinese Cockney accent? So we get like different accents yes. within our country. Well, yeah, there'll be, of course, there there'll be got regional, regional variations. Accent. So what yeah. does a Cockney Someone Chinese person sound like? They wouldn't be Cockney, though, would they? They'd just be Chinese from Sichuan, from the ghetto. Oh, okay, right. They're all. They could do all that. I just that's quite interesting about the dialect. What's more interesting is someone built a concrete wall across a road and thought that's a good idea. We've got to be proud. Chinese Cockneys. I can't believe some of the things we come out with. Well, we'll launch the investigation here well, and now. They're all going to be sat around eating rice, singing knees up Mother Brown, aren't they? That's not the sort of thing. Well, let's make it day. Swigging ale from a, from a large. Any old iron, anything like that. It's not going to be like that. When it? I'm cleaning windows, <laughs> it'll be just like that. And that, oh, do you know what I've just reminded myself of? Remember last week? What last week or oh, last episode's news story was? Ronald. What yes. happened to Ronald? Well, I did do a bit of looking into this. Because if you didn't listen to the last show, and why the bleak now don't, did you don't, not? Don't remind them, just get them to listen to it. Yeah, fuck, why not? Because we're about well, to no, give it away. tell them what it is, aren't And they'll just be like, what are they talking about? They've probably been thinking that for the last hour. But <laughs> yeah, last week you read a story about Ronald McDonald was being held hostage, uh, like a like a model, a mannequin of Ronald McDonald's being held hostage. Mr. Swan has been doing some research, and can you report back on what became of Ronald McDonald? Well, I'm afraid it's more bad news. Is it the Hamburglar? Met Clark there. Met Clark there. The first, <laughs> the first idea to come in ahead in 20 minutes. <laughs> hey, more I, than I, you've had for a whole I, show. I maintain <laughs> that's more months. than enough. It is more than yeah, enough. you've got the My job. contribution <laughs> Mr North replacement. Uh, what do you think you might have to do to replace Mr North then? Wear glasses. Look a little I'm bit smug. W- I'm only... Look a little bit smug. I like The ideas it. are flowing now. I don't normally wear my glasses. She yeah. just says what she sees. After the hospital. I just say what you see. Oh, here's Mr. Chips here. Look at him <laughs> go there. I'm Roy Walker from Catchphrase. What's happened to this It's Roy Walker. Back <laughs> to Ronald. I'm more worried about Mr. Chips because he was always Ronald. portrayed as an irascible Ronald. little gadabout, but he was just an annoying little... What was his motivation? I need to know the backstory about well, Mr. Chips. Well, he probably Chips. got paid for that. Oh, okay. As long as... Oh, I'm all right now. As long as he was being paid and not, he wasn't slaving. Like Oompa Loompas. Anyway, tell me about Ronald McDonald. He's been they decapitated. <laughs> they decapitated they Ronald They decapitated him on a guillotine, and there was a video of it on the internet. Is that on YouTube? Like the Saddam Hussein thing. I think it was on YouTube. It was very similar to Saddam Hussein. It had the same amount of hits. Oh. <laughs> it was very, very traumatic. I watched it just for research purposes. I was listening to a show. Did it move you? I, yeah, it did. It upset me, to be honest. I mean, we're all a big fan of the Big Tasties, aren't we? And yeah. Things like that on the show, and... And it did upset me. Yeah, they literally laid him down in a self-built guillotine and they just cut his head off and it fell into a basket and then that was it. How did they construct the guillotine? Well, I don't know. We could get in touch with them, perhaps. Get them to send some blueprints. <laughs> Recreate our own one yeah. down here. Yeah. Mr North could take it to the Channel Islands, perhaps. <laughs> I've got an interesting party piece. <laughs> Come on, put your head in this. Go on. Lie down and relax. Think of England. Whoops, and off you go. But yeah, Next. So they, they decapitated him. Oh, God. Well, that's not a very good note to end the news on, More is it? More bad news. But the important thing was Mr. Chips does not get paid in a shoddy currency. <laughs> no. He does actually, yeah, he's living he it up now. He's the life of Riley. Some have said he's emigrated to the Channel Islands <laughs> to live in a tax haven. <laughs> Mr. North will be researching these rumours for us. Is it time for us me to do a little poem now? For us me. <laughs> for us, as in me, to do a poem now. Yeah, it's, for, it's time yes. for the Boys in the Basement poem. It's time for the boy. Written by, written by the team. Yeah, it was a collaboration between all of us, the Boys in the Basement poem. We always work together on these. Not. This is completely my work and I'm going to read it now. This poem's called One Night. Lust becomes must following days building trust. Learnings of yearnings between the sheets earnings. Paid in a moment, earned it, deserved it. Make calls, writing rules of how clothes will fall. Fumbling and rumbling, bodies now tumbling. Sweat as we met, not a moment to fret. 
And we lay held at bay, our feelings astray, as we clutch just a touch, yet it doesn't take much. Quick and pace, keeping face as we start to embrace, grooving, we're moving to what needs proving. In petty more, this is now fraught as confident court, it can't last over fast, a shadow still cast. Morning, left yawning, a realisation is dawning, in light we took flight and just had a night. As you leave I can breathe, granted reprieve, from addiction, affliction, I breathe contradiction. There must be a backstory to that. Oh, it's just about one night stands, isn't it? Oh, okay. Just generic. There's no particular one. Yeah, I read it to every woman in the morning. <laughs> it's just, just generic. Just to make sure it is a one night stand, they don't come back. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, they'll never come back after that. Really, yeah. if you come back, I see you as my muse. You know, I really, if you come back and ruin everything, I'll, my creative flow will be ruined. Good. What a show we have had today. I think it's been quite a good one. Yeah. It's been quite upbeat. We've had Meg in the room. Say hello, Meg. Hello, Meg. And now say goodbye. Goodbye, Meg. Yep, that's been Meg. She's been brilliant and she did two thoughts and. Each of them were quite brilliant. Mr. North <laughs> is still yet to have a thought, but we await for it to happen. Did you have a good show, Mr. North? Did I have a good show? Yeah. I'm going to self-review myself and say no. Oh, oh. I thought you were good this show. Well, thank you very much. I thought you were better than last time. Yeah, yeah, you build, okay. Now that you're just going, become, you're starting to get good. I'm good at self-deprecating myself. Deprecating myself. Deprecating myself. I've become very good at defecating myself. That's why he's leaving. Yeah. I'm being deported. For the good of us all. Environmental health reasons. Yeah, they need some fertiliser on the Channel Islands. Supply and demand, folks. <laughs> Mr. Swan, have you enjoyed the show tonight? I've enjoyed it, Liam. Been yeah, a lot been of bad good. news, though, hasn't there? Yeah, but you know, but your beard we'll take it with a pinch of salt. But your beard oh. has given you the gravitas to deliver that See bad it through. news. Yeah, yeah. I, that beard has proved its worth to society already. I've had no, no, Liam, a brilliant Liam, 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 show. No, what you, you say that? But we were just saying amongst the three of us actually that you have been brilliant. Absolutely brilliant today. Fabulous. Look Thank at it in a beaming face. He's beaming. As if He's that was actually beaming. true. No, because I've just thought in my head, I've looked back on that statement and thought, that literally had no irony in it at all. No. That was literally not ironic and was totally true. So thank you all for praising what is arguably the future. And on that bombshell, <laughs> it's been a heck of a show. If you want to get in touch with us, it is Liam at boysandbasementpodcast.com. If you want to listen to us and listen to us over and over again, I don't know why I'm telling you because you've already listened to us, so you know. But if anyone asks you, you tell them this. Go to iTunes, type in Boys in the Basement, and you'll find our little podcast. You can download it, subscribe. It's absolutely brilliant. And more importantly, it's free. So I've just advertised the podcast to people that are already listening to it. Brilliant. We will be back in two weeks' time, and it is going to be a big show because it'll be Mr. North's last show before he goes to Chatlines. We've got some big things planned. We've got guests. We've got poetry. We've got news. Pretty much what we always have. <laughs> but it's going to be special and emotional, and the aim is to make him cry. So if you want to say a goodbye to him or get your goodbye read out on air, then email the show. And the final thing I need to say is happy birthday, Naomi Hooper. Anyway, we've been the boys. This has been The Basement. You have been the listener. Goodbye! Goodbye!